everybody. Welcome to another episode of How to Be a Texan. How are we doing over there? Good. I'm Man, really it's good. a great day. Andrew, how are you doing? <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm too tired for all this so energy. No, being no, it's forced awesome. out my throat. You Is know this why? Because you played football yesterday with some high schoolers, and yeah. you figured out how old you really are. Yeah. Yes. From yes. the waist down, my yeah. legs are utterly trashed. Yeah. You look amazing, though. Powerful. I don't know. I don't you know feel why it. I feel so good, so high energy? I just had three bowls of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I feel amazing. That would have been a good recovery thing to eat after your workout yesterday. Nah. I just Blue stuck bell. with I just stuck with the classic in and out. Oh, oh I got a burger. double double from In and Out immediately after. Do well, they have ice cream at In and Out? Oh yeah, they got shakes and stuff. Well, oh. It doesn't. If you went and ate a big bowl of chocolate ice cream, isn't that the same as having chocolate milk after a good workout? That's what I'm saying. I, I think that's I believe a it good. Is. I think there's just a li- little bit, little bit more sugar in there. I don't care. Chocolate milk. That's what they remember when we used to ride our bike around Texas. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's well, ancient history. Well, yeah. it, it used to be we would ride our bike around Texas, and then they would say you do two things. You remember that we drink pickle juice, yes, and we drink the crap out of chocolate milk. Pickle juice was during the ride for cramps, right? That would just knock cramps out immediately. Immediately, it's amazing. It's it was, you know, but when and then. Well, finish that, yeah. Well, when you're severely dehydrated, yeah, you could drink a five-gallon bucket of pickle juice, and it doesn't really help you. It would probably kill you, all that salt. <laughs> it just sounds terrible. And then our friend Chris Wood, he's the one that told me... Hey, tell me that story again about about how you always uh, text him. and you. I've never told you that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. No, he's the one that told me about chocolate milk. He's really? like, drink some chocolate milk. That's the best recovery drink. I was like, okay, I'm in. That's yeah. what my football coaches always yeah. told me. Yeah, and I, I of course, it. researched it, and he was true. Can we? Can but we? But why chocolate milk, though? Why not just like a regular glass of milk? That's, I think why, it has that's what I do after I climb. The, the cocoa the extra, uh, uh, ingredient is, an, is a scientific uh, supplement to recovery. I don't know about that. I just made that up. I think it's the sugar. Cocoa. I think it's the sugar. <laughs> yeah, I could tell you're making that up. Yeah. After, after every day after I would ride my bike... I would sit down and listen to some music, and it'd usually be this. Would it be Van Clabber? No, it'd usually be this. Oh. So good. It's the Bluebell theme song. Have a Bluebell Country Day. Yeah. That would usually so, be playing in the background. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's so, brilliant marketing. It is brilliant. So today we're going to talk about, I'd mark this up as a Texas legend. Yes? I don't know. Would you consider our Dr. Pepper episode a Texas legend? Texas legend. Absolutely. Dr. Okay. Pepper counts as a Texas legend, and by golly, so does Bluebell. All right. I'm banging the table. All right. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's breakfast You're table. Flip over your bowl of ice cream. Well, your, your fourth got a, bowl. Got a fourth, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the half gallon. No wonder we're all so obese in, in the South, but whatever. Yeah. Hey, I love Bluebell. So let's talk about Bluebell ice cream. And is Bluebell the best ice cream ever? I think so. I think so. Other than what my granny would make or, well, you know. Some, that's or, a different category. Or Kendra's mom or my mom. I mean, Golly, that's you, the best. Did you grow up eating that stuff? My mom would make that in that big old 
whatever trough thing. See, my granny, salt and granny holder that we've talked about before. Love granny. She holder. had the hand crank one. Yes. And that was my job. Just crank it. Yeah. She'd be like, okay, we'll make ice cream. You're going to crank it. I would just <laughs> crank and crank and crank. And every once in a while, she'd come over and dump some rock salt in there. Remember I, that? I never, I, yeah, but yeah. I never knew. What did the rock salt do? Oh, it just takes the freezing uh, ability up 10 notches times 10. You it put make, rocks out with ice, it just cranks it up a notch. It yeah. Make, it makes the ice colder? No, it makes it I don't know I don't know exactly how it works. I don't either. It, it cranks it up a notch. Mom had all this ice in this big bucket of whatever and then the little churny thing inside and she'd put all this rock salt. I never understood it. The rock salt is I, magic. I think salt like draws out heat, right? Rock salt. I don't know. But so you I don't put the rock make... salt inside the ice cream canister. No, oh, no, not at all. That'd be ice. horrible. <laughs> well, let's Google it. <laughs> that would be horrible. Hey, Andrew's going to Google it. Okay, find All out right. what you do with the rock salt. What? All I know is that it just it lowers the freezing point of ice. Lowers the freezing point. So instead of 32 degrees, it's like negative 20 Kelvin. <laughs> That's a chemistry term. <laughs> Wait I a second, Kelvin. I don't understand that. Kel- Kelvin? Kelvin Holder? <laughs> Kelvin is like 273 uh, degrees or see. something crazy. 373 degrees. God, I remember all that from all my chemistry classes. Whatever. You remember the Kelvin factor? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Hey, so back to Bluebell. Bluebell is awesome. So, anyway, to finish that thought, other yeah. than that, yes, Bluebell's the best ever. Yeah, homemade ice cream. When mom would say, we're going to make homemade ice cream, that was such a treat because it was such a process. And then there was the anticipation factor, right? Because... It took forever, it felt like, to make it. And then once you got to it, you're so, like, hyped up and ready for ice cream. It was like, this is the best thing ever. All right. I've, I've got the actual answer. Okay. I figured it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go. So the salt actually melts the ice. Okay. Because it's bringing down the freezing point. Oh. Of, okay. Okay. Of the, of the water. So, you know, like, it's always best if you're trying to chill a drink or, like, a bottle of wine to do, like, ice and water. Oh, ice and water together. Yeah. And so the salt melts the ice and brings, like, that water brine, like, the oh, ice and the water and the salt slushy. down to zero, but it's still in liquid form. Oh. And that's how you're able to and it freeze the, faster. Freeze the ice. There you out. go. Yeah. That makes me kind of want to try that. Yeah. It's called science. Yeah. Science. It what makes me want to try science. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give a science a try. <laughs> Give it a try. Give it a whirl. What's that what's that song? She killed me with science. No, she blinded me with science. She blinded me <laughs> yeah. with science. I songs. just blinded, blinded me with science. science. You did blind me with yeah. science. You know who sang that song? Not Howard Jones. No, it wasn't the other Howard guy. Jones. It was the other guy. Well, yeah, it was another guy. You don't know his name, do you? No. Thomas Dolby. Yes, Thomas Dolby. That was by uh-huh. far his best, most popular one. Mm-hmm. He only had a couple other big hits. Did he have another one? Such a great song. Andrew, you blinded me with science. I'm not going to describe you as sexy like this guy does the, Chang- <laughs> the Asian lady. Mrs. Hamamoto or something? <laughs> Isn't that her name? Yeah, I just remember she was like Japanese or yeah. something. And, and she described her so pretty. She blinded me with science. <laughs> Love it. And failed me in biology. <laughs> so, so was she his teacher? I guess so. Okay. This okay. was on MTV 24-7 for yes. a while. You see this thing all the time. Oh, I love that video. 
Love that video. So there you okay. go. So Bluebell blinded me with science again right? and again, yeah. again and again, because I still eat it. But the have yourself a country day. Uh huh. That when I would hear that, I would go and associated with ice cream. I would go back to me having to hand crank the ice cream. Right. And it would kind of you know freak me out a little bit. Right. Why I'm would it freak ma- you? You know. Why would it freak you out? Because I had to hand crank it. Oh. Well, I it didn't. I'm just making it. That was supposed to be funny. Well, it, it was not. I'm sorry. I have to delete. I'm that. I'm a little slow. No, no, no. <laughs> Leave it. It's rolling. We're good. So good. I would. I agree. So top ice cream ever would be like homemade from mom or grandma or granny holder or something. That would be the best ever. Second is clearly going to be Bluebell because Texas had Bluebell and it sold Bluebell from 1907 through the 80s. And it was just Texas that had mm. sold it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in the eight, late 80s, 90s, te- Bluebell broke out. And I remember when I'd travel around, you know, 90s or whatever, or even now, you go up north and, you know, you go try to get some ice cream and you got to get some whatever. It's Briars. not Bluebell. Yeah, Briars. That's that Italian guy we were talking to from the cheese factory. Remember? He was <laughs> yeah. for the cheese shop. Yeah. He's talking about Briars ice Come cream. Come back tomorrow at yeah. 9. Yeah. Meet that guy. Yeah, what meet was Vinny. He, what was he saying? Somehow he we, he wove this whole story together about being a kid and he having you know Briar's ice cream and, <laughs> and the goat that he could name and Mr. Bubbles for bath time <laughs> oh, and that's all he had growing up. And I can't remember how he even worked that into the he, conversation. He worked it all in, yeah. and the whole point was for us to come back the next morning at nine o'clock, and we didn't do it. Talk to Sean. Talk to Sean. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So anyway, nobody knows what we're talking about. Right it now. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So go back to Bluebell. So the, tell me about the history of Bluebell as best you know it, Kevin. Uh, well, I can start. They started in 1907, right. as you said. Right. Up until 1911, they just made butter. Butter. They just made butter. churn that butter. They made butter. Okay. And then in 1911, they kind of said, "Wait a second, you know." We can get all the ingredients from for ice cream from the local farms here, and all we've already got the milk, we've already got cream. Right. We can get eggs and fresh fruit. So where do they get that sugar? Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know. Either. I don't know. I'm, I'm just. Curious. But they brought that in, and they said, "Okay, wait a second. So literally, they said, you know, they purchased that from local farmers, right? right? And sugar, I, I don't know. They got it from. Uh, Sugar cane fields? Yeah. Do you put eggs in ice cream? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's eggs in there. Oh, yeah. It's like a custardy kind of thing. So good. So good. So then they started hand cranking two gallons a day. Two Two, gallons. Two gallons. Cranked by hand. My goodness. And they would put that along with the butter in the horse and wagon and delivered it around town. And this was down in, you know. Right. Was it, how do you pronounce it? Brenham? Brenham. Brenham, Texas, down by Texas A&M? Absolutely. Yeah. So that was going on. Then they ran into some financial issues around 1916. Who didn't? Well, that's true. Who didn't? Well, it's pre-depression. Yeah. Yeah. Starting up an ice cream business, I bet that was hard financially. Hard, man. Nobody's going to pay you a lot. It was like, I'll give you a nickel. I mean, he's running around in a wagon selling butter and ice cream. Ice cream. And he's only got two gallons of ice cream, so he's going to run out of that. Nobody else wants the butter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pay you a gallon. I'm going to pay you a yeah, nickel for a gallon. ice cream, you don't want butter. <laughs> and then by the time you get it to me, it's going to be melted. Right, right. This is a rough business. <laughs> how they survived at all. How did they survive? Because <laughs> the refrigeration back then was probably crap, right? Yeah, I don't know how they did it. I don't either. A big giant block of ice. Those big old And some rock salt. Big old ice oh. trucks. Remember those ice trucks that go around and Whatever. I remember learning about it. I so mean, I don't in, remember them. You weren't there? No. Anyway. 
So, um, but yeah, they'd go around, they'd like cut you a big block of ice. But if you live in the country, you're not getting that. Yeah. No. Now, is that why they used to call, like when I was growing up, we didn't have a refrigerator, but we had an ice box. What do you mean you didn't have a refrigerator? You were born in the late 60s, in the 70s. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. We had an ice box. It was called an ice box. You did not. You had a refrigerator. That's just just what your people called it, but it was a refrigerator. I know, that's my point. My point is, that's my whole question. Your people called it because their parents and their grandparents. sometimes it's better to listen than talk. (laughs) (laughs) shut up all right what i was saying is i don't know why we called it an ice box but that's what it was called but maybe it was somehow related to back in the old days did you just get a block of ice and stick it in a box okay i kevin i apologize i was asking you that question we called it i remember when i was a child they called it an ice box too and it didn't make any sense to me because it's a it's a modern day refrigerator I agree. It's a box that makes things icy. No, no, because back in the day, they would get that big block of ice, and they would put it in the ice box. You're right. I, I apologize. <laughs> so they would put it in the box. So tense. Can we just reset? Be happy. Eat some more ice cream. So anyway, so let's go through some of the, uh, let's go through more of the history. So, they got 1907 started all the way through the 30s, 40s. They must have picked up steam after this financial setback, though, right? Yeah, there's well, some guy, E.F. Cruz. Did you read about him? I hadn't read about him, no. Him and his sons. Uh, huh. They operated. That family operated the business starting in the early 1900s. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. There he is. Yeah. Ed Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, He started out. Yeah. And he kind of re... He didn't own it, but he kind of helped put it on the map. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, after his... Oh, uh, uh, let's see. Ed Ed Cruz uh, took over after the untimely death of his daddy, E.F. Cruz. E.F. Cruz, uh, yeah. And Ed took it over in 1951. Yeah. Yeah. So they put it on the map. They... Figured out how to sell it, you know? Right. And then apparently Howard Cruz, so there were two brothers. There was Ed and Howard, right? This says Howard returned in 1954 to be a plant supervisor. I wonder if we returned from Korea. I don't know. It doesn't say. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. It does not say. And then it says in 1956, Howard was promoted to assistant manager of the company. Ooh. Why would you be assistant manager after? I don't know. That's what SpongeBob always wanted to be. You remember SpongeBob <laughs> saying he wanted to be, I want to be a manager. Yeah. Remember him saying that? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I asked some young person who said, uh, said he was, they, were, they were asking me for career advice one time. And they said, uh, I said, well, what do you want to do when you, you know, with your career? And they, they said, well, I want to be a manager. <laughs> I'm like, that is such a generic answer. A manager of what? A manager. I'm like, that is SpongeBob. Anyway, you got to go a little deeper than that. And there was another kind of key. Uh, this is a Texas native named John Barnhill. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah, so he worked in the, in the Brenham plant. Mm-hmm. For the Cruz family, and he was responsible for painting advertising slogans on the drugstores where they would sell the ice cream. He would go in and paint their slogans on there. Right. So he was instrumental back in the early days, and then he went off to college. Then he returned back and became the first salesman in Houston. 
Oh. So he kind of kicked off the whole sales you know, thing. He became a branch manager down in Houston and helped put it on the map. And then he's kind of took him over the milestone of being a $1 million, $1 million in sales in 1963. Oh, wow. And then in 65, they opened another distribution center in Austin, Texas, right? So if you think about it, in 63, they were doing $1 million. Mm, And then by the 80s, they were, I don't know. Cubillions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Right. I didn't even look at their financials. But you know what kind of kicked it into gear for them was at the end of the 60s and going into the 70s, that's where they uh, developed uh, the homemade vanilla. Mm-hmm. And by far their most popular flavor. Yes. And they engaged uh, the Metzdorf Advertising Agency. Oh, really? Yeah. They hired them and they said, hey, we want to develop a country image for Bluebell. Mm-hmm. Right? That is your mis- mission, develop a country image. And that's where that theme song that we were listening to earlier, that was from that 19, late 60s, 70s campaign. You know, have yourself a Bluebell Country Day, and that just drove it into the stratosphere. Wow. Right? Just brilliant marketing. It is good marketing. And they had another one where they would say uh, it was supposed to be like the Bluebell delivery guy making the rounds. I remember oh, seeing this on TV. I do remember him, yeah. Yeah, and he would say, you know, or the kids would try to mob his truck. He's like, oh, sorry, it's empty. He's like, you know, we eat all we can, and then we sell the rest. You right. know, something like that, so which great. is brilliant, man. It is yeah, brilliant. it's like, this is so good. We're just going to eat it all, and we'll just sell whatever's left over. You know? <laughs> so so brilliant marketing. Put them on the map. Well, they've got a great brand, and... They they really dominate the South now. I would say what what was the other brand uh, that you just said? Oh, the Briars. Yeah, Briars. Yeah. So that kind of is one of the dominant brands across all of North America. Yeah. But Bluebell in the South, and even my buddies from up north are like, man, I we don't we can't get that down here, mm-hmm. and we love it when when we when we can. So there was a little bit of a uh, discrepancy. So this article. And Andrew, I'm using referenceforbusiness.com. Thank Reference you. for business.com, Andrew. That's <laughs> <on> my citation. <laughs> this says that they only sell in 12 southern states, but I think on the Bluebell website that you had, well, they said they, they got said 22, 22. But so. that, that may have moved around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. This said it's only in 12 and that they you know, produce 100,000 gallons per day. Wow. And even though they're in a limited number of states, um, they are number three in the country. So great, even even while being limited. Yeah, how much? How many gallons of ice cream do you eat a year? Probably about a hundred thousand. <laughs> 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 it takes one day down in the Brenham factory to yeah, make my order just keep for you, the year. Keep you happy. Yeah, I've got a year. No, I don't eat a ton of ice cream. Actually, you don't. No, Andrew, what about I mean, you? I could. I don't eat very much. No, being honest, for real, for real. Like, I'm not a big ice cream Like guy. 12 gallons a year? No. One gallon? Maybe. Maybe a gallon? I think Probably I'm... Probably not even a gallon, honestly. I think I am... It's very rare that I have ice cream. Let's see. I would say I eat 34 gallons a year. 34? Nah, Those I'm kidding. I don't specific. eat that much. But I like... I love Bluebell. Yeah. And I eat a lot of it. But I eat a lot of Sonic. I prefer baked goods over ice cream. Baked goods are yeah. good. I'm oh, being man. honest. Yeah, man. we had a pastor of a church that we went to over in North Richland Hills. Uh-huh. And his thing was 
bluebell ice cream. Oh, and yeah. he talked about every single night he would have a big bowl of bluebell ice cream. <laughs> you know what? My my I had a this hospital residency in a hospital in in Waco and my administrator, my CEO there, a great man named Richard Scott, and he had two bowls of bluebell ice cream every night before we went to bed. Really? Yeah, two bowls. Was he also a Dr. Pepper guy? Oh, yeah. Everybody was a Dr. Pepper so guy. So was he having Dr. Pepper at 10, 2, and 4, oh, and then I'm sure. two bluebells in the evening? I'm sure. Now, funny story about him. <laughs> One a, of my jobs, because it, it was a year... It's called the Dr. Pepper float. It's called the diabetes diet. Well, there's some of that. <laughs> but, so I had this one-year-long administrative residency when I was post-grad school, before I could really start. And I was with him. And one of the, so I was just a grunt. I was a grunt hospital administrator. And one of the jobs he had for me every day was he said, Kyle, I want you to go down to the bakery and I want you to inspect all the cookies that they're making in the bakery. And I want to make sure that they're all oblong. I'm like, what? Oblong. <laughs> O-B-L-O-N-G. So, and he said, the reason is because I want all of our families and patients to know that those cookies are hand-baked, and they're not perfect circles. They're going to be off, kind of slightly off, so people will know that they're handmade. Isn't that great? That's pretty smart. Yeah. And I would go do that every day. I'd go down there, and, of course, I'd test one. I'd be like, <laughs> to the bakery, I'd be like, hey, let me, uh, you know, do a little taste testing. <laughs> it was great. That is awesome. Yeah, so Bluebell Ice Cream, I, I love it. There was a scare, though, right? Now, are you finished with the history, or do you want to? I think keep... so. Yeah, that's about what I got here. So, in, you're saying in the well, 60s? Well, I, I took us up to the 80s. So, the 60s, they were at a million dollars of revenue, and early then, 60s, yeah. And, and then, then by the 80s, end of 80s, there they were. I don't know what the all across was. the South. Well, no, in the 80s, they were still primarily Texas, and then they got to 14, and then ultimately 22. But I'm not sure that 22 still holds. But regardless, all across the Deep South. Texas, namely, and then Deep South neighbors, um, Bluebell is widespread mm-hmm. and dominant. So I'd say it's dominant because it's just a good kind of oh, redneck, yeah. Deep South kind of thing. And this says in the 80s, um, <clears throat> Ed Cruz was named CEO, chairman of the board. Uh, John Barnhill, that we talked about, became executive vice president. Okay. As well as a GM, right? Yeah. So these guys both you know stuck it out. Right. And then they took the advertising in-house – and created the Bluebell Advertising Associates, which continued to work with the Metzdorf agency. Oh, okay. So just, I mean, they was, were laser the, focused on marketing. The Metzdorf, was that the one that came up with the Bluebell Country Day? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fun. They're the one that just blew it out from marketing. So, so they weren't one of these kind of madmen marketing agencies that know. were. They it probably been. was. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they were. Probably was. Okay, well, that's cool. And then they did, there's two scares that have happened lately. The so, dark underbelly of the ice cream, of Bluebell. Yeah, here's the dark underbelly. So there was a Listeria scare in 2015. Um, 15? I thought you said 16. Yeah, I was wrong. I oh. was wrong. And so it was like uh, they had a recall, and there was some Listeria that got in in production. How did it get in? Do you know? I, I don't know. But I remember hearing the story of like basically Bluebell just shut down production. Andrew, can you Google that while we're talking? And, and they were doing a recall. How did on, the listeria get into Bluebell? It was like January, February. They recalled, you know, out of this one factory that they did. And it was I remember it was like leaks and faulty whatever in the drainage of a building and somehow that was getting into production. Mm. 
and it happened in one lot of it and so but and it it got some people very sick um and so they just shut down for a while and then kind of rebooted so uh, it says here that it spread to equipment through a floor drain in a storage room mm-hmm. at its broken bo- broken arrow uh Oklahoma plant oh yeah really yeah yeah I remember that yeah because broken arrow is not too far from here so mm. Um, of, and how long were things. they out? Because you could not get their ice cream for a long time. It felt like a long time. Yeah. So they were down for, for a while. I don't know. It felt like close to a year. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was a year. I think they recalled that, and then they basically shut that plant down and were kind of rebooting and uh, and went through all the safety checks and all that and then got the Department of Justice, safety, all that out and got cleared. And then they were back up and running. And I, I'm sure there was a kind of a public, like, perception of ooh i don't know about that for a little bit but i don't remember that yeah i just remember everybody saying when is bluebell gonna be back yeah i remember that you know people would go into kroger and post pictures on facebook of the ice cream section and it's like where's the bluebell that's right that's right that's all i remember yeah i don't think anybody was worried no no and then the the second scare that came up and this was recent this was really in july of 19 where the kid posted uh, licking, like he went into the grocery store and he took tops off and he was licking it and then putting the top back on. Oh, I don't remember. I didn't hear yeah. about that. No, that's this year. And that was viral. And then as a he result... He was just licking Bluebell? Think, Only Bluebell. Well, he, I, he was probably doing others. But regardless, <laughs> it was... So weird. It, it created a, a real kind of a security protocol scare for all the ice cream vendors. And they've all kind of doubled back and now they're... You know they're sealing the top, and if it's a breakaway, then obviously throw it away. Um, you would have thought they were doing with. that anyway. I think a lot of them were, yeah. but I don't yeah. know that Bluebell was. Yeah. You know, because Bluebell, you go grab it, and literally you take the top off and you start eating. Right there in the checkout line, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the aisle of the frozen section. Kyle always brings a spoon with him when he goes to the grocery store. <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't you? A hairdryer to kind of heat it up a little bit, and then there you go. Remember so. when they used to have those big. Uh, things of Brock's candy in oh, the supermarket. Yeah. yeah. And I would always go get a sample. Yeah. <laughs> sample. <laughs> so great. Same thing. Just get a sample of Bluebell while you're. Well, I, I do love it. So then when you go to the Bluebell website, um, uh, for me, all their products, you think Bluebell's just got ice cream, but they got a billion different assortments of ice cream types and then individual and then sherbet and frozen snacks and this and that. Single serves. I mean, that's a staple for us. When we had birthday parties, it was always you have the the, the cake and then the little individual cups of Bluebell. Oh, yeah. I have the little wooden spoon. And the yeah. wooden spoon. And all the kids would they grab a piece of cake and then they grab a little bluebell. Yeah, those are, those things are awesome. But you know they make ice cream sandwiches too. They're amazing. Yeah, amazing. Okay, so what's your favorite flavor? What's your favorite flavor of bluebell? Mm, okay, I think so, it's vanilla for me. I let, know that sounds lame. Okay, but. okay, but okay, graded on a one to five scale, one being eh, five being awesome. Salted caramel cookie. That's a little too busy for me. I would okay. say, well, what, what's the worst score? One is worst. Oh, that'd be a one. Okay. Yeah. Salted caramel cookie. I, I'll give that a one and a half, too. Peppermint? Uh, I could do a five on that, depending okay. on what time of the year it is. Yeah. Kind of Christmassy. Yeah, that's, that's a five at Christmas the rest of the time. Eh. Yeah. Spiced pumpkin pecan. Mm, that'd be a one. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. 
Chocolate peanut butter cookie dough. That's a new specialty item. That's not for me. That's yeah. a one. I'll give that a four. Actually, I the vanilla is not my favorite. I don't know what I was thinking. Okay, well, it's tell mint you. chocolate chip. Right? Yes, it is. Of you're, course, you're Thanks. gonna, you're <laughs> gonna get to it, friend. French yeah. vanilla. I was eh. surprised when you said vanilla. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> do you like do you like their French vanilla? Uh, I don't. I think so because I don't know the difference between French vanilla and regular vanilla. French Ooh. vanilla has hazelnut. Who this is? Oh, the, really? I'm pretty the, sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, these are all the what's new. These must be like Christmas Thanksgiving specials, and then Christmas cookies is a new one right now. Ooh, that looks good. What is that? What's I'm a Christmas go, cookie. I, I don't know, but it looks real good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so their marketing's working. Okay, I don't know, but it looks real good. <laughs> I'm not marketing. So then here are their year-round flavors, and so homemade vanilla is always top seller and it's great whether we give it a five or not who cares i give it a five it's five it's five dutch chocolate always there for the chocolate lovers it's always good yeah cookies and cream that's been my favorite for decades yeah uh the great divide is awesome we're like literally half the bucket it's a half gallon half of it's the dutch chocolate half of it's homemade vanilla oh that's cool so great it's called the great divide yeah that sounds Isn't good. that fun yeah and then they've got the uh, oh, okay, this is it. Millennium Crunch and Moo and <laughs> Dash Millennium Crunch, and there's a picture of a cow there. What is that? I don't know. So I don't know where it is, but that's one of their Millennium Crunch. I bet that's good. <laughs> cookie Two Step. I don't know what that is, but the, that looks good. Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. I always give that a five. I'm a huge chocolate See, chip I'm cookie. See, I'm not. I give that a one. I'm okay. not a Cookie Dough okay. fan. No, I'm, I'm going to negate that. I'll give that two fives. You, you can't negate and it. And negate Kevin's vote. Uh, I, I negate your vote. So there. <laughs> Pecan pralines and cream. That's good, but I got to be in the mood for that. Yeah, it's a little too red for me. Yeah, and then mint chocolate chip. That is my favorite. Five. I love it. That's a five for me. For me as a kid, mint chocolate chip was always my favorite. So I would, I'll give it a five plus. Yeah. But yeah. chocolate chip cookie dough is still a five. Yeah. And it's always, a, and Cole, one of my twins, he's a mint chocolate chip guy too. Mm-hmm. So it's either mm-hmm. that. Okay, the bride's cake. Eh. Nah. Strawberries and... Uh, Homemade vanilla, that looks pretty yeah, that's good. That's okay. Rocky Road, mm, yeah, that's good. all right. Banana pudding, mm, that's mm, a good one. Yeah. No, for real, if you ought to try that. Let's go okay. buy some after this. All right. Have some more. Natural vanilla bean. That always, sounds good. I give that a one. I give that a one. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Just scrunch it up because if you have to pick between natural vanilla bean. And your regular one, homemade vanilla. Yeah, you're like, I don't want anything natural. No, that not sa- natural. That sound I good. want it unnatural on ice right, cream. Right, right, right. Ultimate Neapolitan. Eh. I never understood the Neapolitan. What it's is that? Strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla all together. Okay. I don't want that. Milk chocolate, nah. That's fine. Right. Yeah. Strawberry, it's fine. Pistachio almond. You got to be a weird person to like a pistachio almond. So I, I like pistachio, though. Yeah. I don't know about the almond part. Yeah, you get a is not bad. Kind of weird. Yeah. Coffee flavored? Nah. Nah, Karis really likes that. I don't want, I don't yeah, want that. I don't like coffee flavored anything. Cherry vanilla. I want coffee. I want to drink coffee. I like cherry vanilla. I'll give it a 4.2. Hmm. Cherry vanilla. That's good. You got to try it. Yeah. If you're in a cherry mood. Buttered pecan, always good, but I have to be in the mood. So that's a 4. I do like buttered pecan. Yeah. So I would you, give it a 4. You give yeah. it a 4? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give it a 4.1 just yeah. to beat your goal. Okay, I get a three point nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then chocolate chip. I'll give that a five because I love chocolate chip. Yeah, and then black walnuts. The last one. 
So for me, I don't like any, not just ice cream, any dessert. I don't like it overly complicated or sweet or rich. Okay. Right? So no, that kind of carries into my ice cream. That's why some of the, you know. So when I say salted caramel cookie or spiced pumpkin pecan. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> or this one, chocolate peanut butter cookie dough. Yeah, no. That's so much. So, so complex. There's too much going All on All the there. flavors. I want vanilla or mint chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fried happy. steak. Yeah, cigarettes and beer. Give me a chicken fried steak, <laughs> cigarettes, beer, and yeah. some chocolate peanut butter cookie Smoke dough. Some cigarettes, have some chicken fried steak, and then drink some beer. And then eat a gallon of blue bell. You eat a half gallon. Yeah, yeah. Just literally go with a spoon to it. Yeah, yeah. Are these are these gallons or half? These are half gallons, right? These big drums. That's not a gallon. No, that's a gallon. Cream. That's a gallon of ice cream. Isn't that a gallon? No. That's a half gallon. Is it really? Let me go grab it. Right? It's a you half may be gallon. right. I don't know. I don't always call, I always call it a half gallon. It may be. I'm sure it's a hey, half gallon. Hey, how many pints are in a gallon? Uh, four. How many quarts are in a pint? Uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. How many cups are in a gallon? Uh, I know. That's why I got him. Oh, four quarts in a gallon? I don't know. Oh, you I'm said just... how many quarts are in a pint. How many miles are in a gallon? <laughs> <laughs> miles to the gallon. <laughs> It's a half gallon. Andrew's holding one up from right. 1983. You're They're right. out of your freezer. You're right. It's half gallon. Yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking. How many miles are in a gallon? I got you there. 18 miles per gallon. <laughs> That's what my truck said. It said your space it voice. said it on my truck. It was 18 Pop, miles per gallon. Them. That Pop ice cream was eaten on my fir- on my very first first my one year birthday. Oh. That's oh, that's so why we kept sweet. it. Yeah, yeah. It's only 114 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, so that's Bluebell. So yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's all Texan. It's a Texas legend. Go out and buy you some Bluebell ice cream. Why do you think they're never expanding outside of the South? I mean, it seems like they could easily do that. Do you think they just don't? Maybe they can't get their ice trucks all the way up there before it all melts. You just blew my mind. <laughs> Ice trucks. Hey, they just got to ship it on Amazon. He, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't they? Because the guy on Amazon, he has an ice box in the back of his truck. <laughs> they ship that stuff with dry ice now. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that crazy? That's crazy. And then the the non frozen, like just regular cold stuff, they put they freeze water bottles and put them in there. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Because Amy gets this stuff and it has dry ice with it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then one of my twins gets out the dry ice and he throws it in the pool, and the pool basically explodes with smoke. <laughs> Is that Luke, safe? Luke does it. I ask him if it does. He's like, oh, it's totally safe, Dad. Oh, I'm not Watch believing this. anything Luke said. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but he does. He's like, Watch this, Dad. And he gets my duck hunting gloves on, and he starts breaking the dry ice up, and he's, Watch this. And he throws a chunk in the pool, and it just starts steaming immediately. Oh, I never thought about that. We it's actually really that. cool. Yeah, we're going to try that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, thank y'all. Go out, go out and eat a bucket of, of dry bread. ice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. That'd be terrible. I will say though that thanks to our obesity rate here in the South, we consume a lot of ice cream. We do. So go obesity. Go obesity. <laughs> no, anti that. Wait, how does Bluebell fit into the Blue Zone discussion? Well, this is probably kind of an anti-blue zone. All in moderation because I would say (laughs) that eating ice cream creates positive endorphins. And endorphins, therefore, I'm smiling at you. You you 
I'm creating endorphins by you smiling back at me. If I eat ice cream, that creates positive endorphins it in does. me. And therefore, my joy of life indicator increases. But you're always frowning at me. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> you remember my joy of life indicator? Yeah. Yeah, I have a whole calculation for how you can be more joy-filled. Right. Yeah. Right. I think if I'll you Just add, smile a little bit more. No, you if you add, well, that, but plus if you add two bowls of ice cream from Bluebell in there, uh, chocolate, peanut, butter, cookie dough, ice cream, then I think my joy of life indicator will go up just it goes a bit. Up. It goes up, yeah. I think so, and I'll create some more positive endorphins to share with you. So it is scientifically proven that if you smile at someone, it has an effect on them that causes them to release endorphins into their body. <laughs> it I, is absolutely true. Did I ever tell you? Now, I, let me finish this, because okay, that is I'm absolutely sorry. true, and it's scientific, right? So at the football game last weekend, Kyle's like, hey, I heard this crap where if you somebody's smiling at you, it magically creates endorphins. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that's magically. true. He's like, that's a bunch of crap. I said, no, it's not. It's actually true. He's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it magically creates He's it. like, I'm creating endorphins right now. Is that what you're telling me? You guys just started smiling real weird at him. <laughs> like, no, you're creeping me out. No. Yeah, yeah. Why oh, wouldn't I? So anyway. No, I told you the story of that, right? No, no, go ahead. So this, this story came up. I was working at this hospital, and I had this hospital administrator that I was working for, and he told me that. He said, Kyle, I, I want you to go around the hospital smiling at people because – and then he said, let's practice that. Because oh, let's practice. <laughs> so so like, he would agree with me. You're frowning all the so time. So he said that, no, not at all. He said, <laughs> he said, I'll walk up to you and smile at you. And he did. And you smile at me in return. And I did reluctantly. And, uh, and he said, look, we're creating endorphins right now. That's I want so you weird. to do that throughout the hospital all day long. And so I tried. You tried? I tried. His doctors were But yelling you were at telling me. people... I'm creating endorphins for you now. <laughs> yeah. I'm artificially and creating. And you better this. have endorphins. Or you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where it broke down. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, it broke down there. It broke down there. Yeah. So anyway, but I love ice cream. Hey, forget all that. I love ice cream. It makes me happy when I eat ice cream. Now, Amy, you know, she wants me to like all in moderation. That's all I'm saying. Just all in moderation. All in moderation. Sometimes I have a little bit of a gluttonous issue where I just like to eat a lot of ice cream. Yeah. A lot of ice cream. Yeah. But I've just got, you know, in moderation. Yeah. So only so much endorphins can be created at one time. Right. Exactly. That's what my self is telling us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening to our episode on Bluebell. One of the Texas legends. Texas legend, Bluebell. Thanks for listening. Look us up on iTunes, Google Play. Leave us a review. I'm creating endorphins right now. I am too, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adios. See ya. <laughs>